Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. I'm so happy to be with you today. Happy Monday. Boy, the weeks go by fast, don't they? It's Monday again already. I'm so excited to be here with you. We're going to talk about deprivation today and specifically how to break free from feeling deprived. We all dread diets. Most of us, when we decide to go on a weight loss journey, we usually feel dread. Why is it that we feel dread when we want to lose weight and we want to follow a program and we want to eat healthier and make different choices and we want to act differently in regards to food? Why do we dread this even though we know it's what's best for us? We want the result of the actions we want to take. But there's this underlying dread that takes place. And the reason we dread the lifestyle change, the reason we dread the quote unquote diet is because we don't want to feel deprived. So in order to lose weight for good, we need to not feel deprived. And we're going to talk today about how to do that. We're going to talk about one, what causes deprivation, two, good foods versus bad foods. And is there such a thing? We're going to talk about that also. And then we're going to talk about how does our thinking cause our overeating and our deprivation And what are some thoughts that we're currently thinking that's keeping us deprived or feeling deprived? And how can we fix that? Okay, so let's talk about what causes deprivation. Now, most people claim that diets diets don't work, right? That changing our way of eating doesn't last because it creates deprivation. And we seem to believe that deprivation is involuntary, right? That deprivation is something that kind of just falls out of the sky and lands on us. And if this is true, if it's involuntary, that's really bad news for us. Because we have no power or authority over it. If it just happens to us, there's nothing we can do about it. But that is not true. Deprivation is a feeling that we create based on our desire. So think about it. The more we desire something the more we feel deprivation when we think about not having it. 
So the diet mentality is giving the diet the power to be the solution. And giving the diet the cause of our failure and the cause of our feelings of deprivation. It's not the diet. Deprivation does not just land on us out of nowhere. Desire causes deprivation. And here's the good news, my friends. We cause our own desire. I really want you to think about that. If we have a desire for for certain foods, and this is where I like to use the term over-desire. If we have an over-desire for certain foods, we will feel deprived when we think about not eating them and we cause our own over desire. This is such good news because if we can take the responsibility, if we fully understand that we are causing our own over desire, we take all of our power back. We are back in control. We are not feeling out of control. Remember that our thoughts create our feelings, not our circumstances. Most of us have lived our life, most of our life, thinking that what's happening to us, our circumstances are what causes our feelings. And it's not true. If our circumstances caused our feelings, we would be living this life completely out of control. And some of us feel like that, right? Especially in our weight loss journey, we feel like we're just out of control, that we can't get our control back. And that's a very helpless feeling. But I'm here to remind you that our circumstances don't cause our feelings, our thoughts cause our feelings. So when we have thoughts about food, and we're going to talk about in particular certain thought errors, those thoughts create our over desire. And that over desire is why we're feeling deprived. Okay. Now, is there such a thing about good and bad foods? And the reason why I wanted to talk about this in regards to feeling deprived is because food is a circumstance. And if you've listened to my past podcast episodes, you've heard me say several times that circumstances are neutral, right? The facts of our life, what is happening outside of us, our situations are our circumstances and they are facts. And facts can never hurt us emotionally. The circumstances of our life are neutral. The only thing that hurts us emotionally is our thoughts about our circumstances. And here's the great news is food is a circumstance. Food 
is a fact. It exists. Everyone would agree, right? An Oreo cookie is an Oreo cookie. It's a circumstance. And we know circumstances are neutral. So that means all food is neutral. And a lot of times we think because we've been taught, right, in the diet industry, in the fitness industry, we've been taught there's good foods and bad foods. And when we think about the bad foods, and if we eat the bad foods, we identify as like we're off track. And how does that feel? Terrible. When we eat these quote unquote bad foods, we feel terrible. We don't like it. We feel judgmental of, about ourselves and we overeat, right, from that feeling of judgment. And when we think that we can't have those bad foods, it kind of makes us feel rebellious, right? That natural humanness that we carry, if we're told we can't have something because it's bad, then that makes us want it more. So this is really, really, really good news. And I know for myself, when I figured out and started changing my beliefs that food is neither good nor bad, that all food is neutral, that changed so much for me in terms of breaking free from feeling deprived. So food is neutral. It's a fact. In and of itself, it cannot cause us to feel deprived, right? The Oreo sitting on the counter does not make us feel deprived. It's our thought about the Oreo that creates a desire in us that when we think about not eating it, we feel deprived. It's our thoughts. It's our thinking that causes us to overeat. The most important tool you have when it comes to changing your behavior of overeating is your thinking. Your thoughts create your feelings, even those feelings you're trying to avoid. And our habitual thoughts create our urges and our over-desire. And those feelings, those urges cause us to overeat. So if we want to permanently change our desire to overeat, we have to become aware of what we're currently thinking and then change what we're thinking to thoughts that reduce the desire and the urges. So let me just give you a quick example. If you think that you deserve to eat sweets once a day because eating dessert is normal, this is going to give you the desire to eat more sweets, right? So you might not even realize that you have this thought as part of a larger mindset about normal eating. But when you recognize that this thought is creating your desire to overeat, then you gain authority and get all of your power back because you get to decide if you want to change it. So we might want to think something like, okay, well, most people think it's normal to eat sweets all the time. Most people are overweight and I don't want to be overweight. 
So I'm going to believe that my body is not designed to accommodate that much sugar and that this way of eating is robbing me of the body I deserve to live in. When we are aware of the thoughts that are creating this over desire, it changes everything. So just to sum it up, if you go back to the formula to lose weight, I talk about the model, which I teach my clients. And we fully understand, right, in the model that our circumstances, the facts of our lives trigger us to have thoughts, which cause our feelings, which drive our actions, and our actions create our results. So if we want our result to be different, we need to change how we think, right? And if we want our weight to be different, we need to change our thinking. So what are some thought errors that could be keeping us stuck? Let me give you some ideas because a lot of times when we're thinking a thought error, we don't realize we're thinking thought errors. We are believing a thought error as truth. We're walking around unaware that what we think is a truth is really just a thought we're choosing to believe. So a thought error could be any of, any of these. Let me give you some examples. Eating sweets is a part of life. Thought error. It's normal to eat, to celebrate. I'll be left out if I don't eat with them. Food is delicious and meant to be enjoyed often. I need to snack throughout the day. Cooking and eating with my family is love. Life would be terrible without delicious food. There is nothing like a home-cooked meal. Parties without food are drink aren't fun. That was a major thought error of mine before I lost my 40 pounds. I had so much over desire for food that every time I went to a party, I thought the food at the party was fun. I went to the party for the food. And it was a thought error. And I fully see that now when I was able to change my over desire and unlearn it. That was one of the first thoughts I unlearned was that food is fun. So you might want to take out a piece of paper and do a thought download. Write down on a piece of paper every thought that enters your brain on a piece of paper around food. And then determine which ones are thoughts and which ones are facts. Most of them are going to be thoughts that are creating some kind of deprivation or over desire for you. It's so powerful. So let's talk about Ephesians 4 verse 23, where God tells us, be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. So God even tells us that we can be renewed by understanding fully what it is we're thinking that isn't truth. The thought errors that are causing us to feel stuck with overeating. 
All right, my friends, if you want to unlearn your over desire, if you want to uncover the thoughts that you're believing about food, that's keeping you stuck in a cycle of overeating, book a consult with me. It's 30 minutes, it's free, and the link is in the show notes. All right, my friends, you know I love you. Have an amazing week.